Hey guys, what the fuck is up? It's silly and welcome back to No Bleeps. You guys, I'm still kind of nervous to even record these podcasts, I guess, because I sit down and record my YouTube videos and it just comes naturally to me at this point, but I don't know why. It's like I have the same setup, but for some reason I just feel, I don't know, it's still fresh and so new and I feel like this is such a sacred space still and I just love you guys and I want it to be the best ever for you so yeah I'm just like a little nervous still but you know we're gonna push through because we got a story to tell I also want to mention that I'm going to be starting a new segment on the podcast it's going to be at the end of the podcast where I answer questions from you guys every single episode it's going to be either personal stuff it's going to be questions that you guys want to know about YouTube and podcasts and social media world stuff and then I can also do advice and anything that you guys want to ask me about so I can't wait to dish it out with you guys I have some really awesome podcasts planned that I don't even think you guys will see coming that is going to be more than just topics about people that I see in the news it's going to be about my life and things that you might not even know like some people that I may have hooked up with. But today we're talking about what is going on with Lohanthony. I have been watching YouTube for so long, so long, okay? I'm gonna bring you back to Rebecca Black doing Friday. Yeah, I was watching YouTube back then and I watched her become friends with other YouTubers like Gen X Pen, Andrea Russett, Kian and JC, Lohanthony, Andrew, That's So Jack. Those were my people. I loved them. I loved seeing them all hang out together. And honestly, I'm devastated to hear what has been going on with Lohanthony. Now, before I get any further, you guys, I want to give a trigger warning because we are going to be talking about things that are super dark. We're going to be talking about conversion therapy. We're going to be talking about sexual assault and I definitely don't want anyone to listen any further if you're going to get triggered by this. So please just click away. I won't be offended. I love you guys so much. In terms of what's going on with Lohanthony, if you guys don't know, he has been on YouTube for a very long time. He's always been out. Honestly, one of the first people that I ever watched on the internet be fully out at such a young age at such a young age. I want to say like he was like 13 or so when he was out on the internet embracing his sexuality. It was beautiful. And he was with his mom and he had a little sister and they were so supportive of him. And this was truly one of the first times that I'd ever seen anybody be really accepting and have their families accept them. And that was truly an introduction for me into seeing that. And this was truly one of the first times I was seeing people out and their families love them and they let them host these videos on the internet to inspire other people. Well, Lohanthony moved to LA during this time. He was a big part of the movement where every YouTuber was like, let me pack my things. I'm going to move to LA. We're going to do this. He hung out with this crowd, Gen X Pen, all the people that I named. He was even in a movie with Timothy Chalamet. If you guys don't know who Lohanthony is, he was in a movie with Timothy Chalamet. I mean, what? I don't know what happened. He, you know, you go for a movie with Timothy Chalamet to all of a sudden people think you're undergoing conversion therapy. And 
at some point in time, he left the internet. And I don't know what really happened, but he came back and it just, he wasn't making YouTube videos. It wasn't the same. The vibe was off. And it wasn't until August of this year that people were like, wait, what actually happened? So what happened was, I think May, he stopped posting on his Instagram and then Fast forward to August, he comes back and he's posting all these psalms on his Instagram, in his bio, and he's talking about his love for Christ. And people were a little concerned that he had gone to conversion therapy and the things that he was saying made people believe that he was forced to be straight now. And I want to be very clear with you guys, you know, I don't support conversion therapy. I, oh God, like that is honestly horrifying to me. There is just nothing to back that up that that even works. I think mean, you are born the way that you were born. There's no way you can change that. It's just how you were made and there's nothing wrong with you. You're not broken. You're beautiful. However you were born, that was truly how it was meant to be. I think people... In society try to make it seem like a bad thing but I just I think it's ridiculous if people are against gay marriage if people are against same-sex attraction it's just like come on you guys are we really doing this it's 2020 what is there to be against love what like you're really gonna hate on love but anyways I don't have anything against religion um, I, I want to make that clear because I think a lot of people get a little defensive, like not all religious people are like that. And I do understand that. I have a lot of people in my life that are religious and they believe that same-sex marriage is okay and they have no problems with it. I think that there is some level that it crosses where people truly believe that same-sex marriage is not okay and they think that the Bible says that. And that's something I don't support, but I'm not saying all religion is bad. I want to make that clear, you guys. So I don't want to upset anyone in any way. But the belief that you can change someone and force them to like, let's say, a woman, you can force them to like a man. Or a man, you can force them to like a woman. Honestly, I just don't even see the point in that at all. If a man wants to love a man, great. What What is the harm in him loving a man. In this whole Lohanthony situation, he came back onto YouTube as well, not just on Instagram, and he posted a series of three videos in the past two weeks titled, one of them, the first one, Why Christ, My Testimony to Jesus, Jesus Delivers, Surviving Sexuality, Trigger Warning, Sexual Assault, and a third video, Conversion Therapy and God's Truth. So in these two first videos back, the third one we'll address later, he announced that he was committing to Jesus, basically, and that he was leaving behind his same-sex attraction, and he was making a commitment to Christian celibacy. It seemed as though he was either blaming his same-sex romantic relationships to a bad experience battling drugs and alcohol use. And through all of that, people took that as him saying that he has sort of been cured by religion somehow. 
And even creators like Tyler Oakley came out and said calling all the anti-gay bitches low Anthony promoting conversion therapy. And it is a six minute video. It's quite short, but he is just saying how dangerous this low Anthony video really is and how it really gives a bad message of him trying to say what is not good about being gay and how he's sort of insinuating that it leads to drug and alcohol abuse. This is the exact quote from the video. It says, it's no coincidence that through pursuing my same-sex attraction, I was also addicted to alcohol. I was also addicted to weed. I was also trying hallucinogenics. I was also addicted to money. I was also addicted to views. I was addicted to attention. Now, there is a dark portion of this video where he details a past moment in his life where he was molested as a child. And this is somehow led him, this dark event in his life has somehow led him to sin in his own personal life in terms of having sex with other men. Consensually, consensually, but he looks at it as a sin. Once he posted these videos, these two videos, it went viral, you guys. It was on TikTok. It was on Twitter. People were very concerned. They were like, what happened to Lohanthony? Is he okay? Why did you go to conversion therapy? Who sent you to conversion therapy? And I was very confused because like I said, at the beginning of the podcast, you guys, his mom was so supportive of him and embraced his sexuality from such a young age that this was shocking to me. I thought, you know, what happened that, you know, he got into conversion therapy and he came out with a video that is the third video on his channel. It's titled Conversion Therapy and God's Truth. And in this video, it is a 20 minute long video. He talks about how he's sorry for hurting other people's feelings and that he did not actually go to conversion therapy. Although this language that he is speaking, it sounds a lot like he has gone to conversion therapy. He's claiming he did not go to conversion therapy, but you know, this is something that he found on his own. He found God and this is truly a journey that it seems he went on at his own will and it wasn't like someone forced him into doing this. Basically what he's saying in this video is not saying that he is like cured from being gay, that he is not about same sex attraction. He's basically saying he is celibate like forever. Like he is anti-lust. You know, I'm not super religious. I know about religion, but I, I honestly don't know much about, you know, anti-lust to be honest. I know a lot of people that are very, very religious that really just believe it's when they are married. It seems like he's saying he's not down for any sort of intimacy ever. And he says, even in marriage, he's not okay with lust. He thinks that that's not okay. It's not good. So he's just anti-lust entirely. Single, married, male, female, Male, male, female, female, he is not down for supporting that. And basically saying that he did do that in the past. He did engage in 
you know, these sexual things. He did engage in lust and he was found to be left empty at the end of the day. And the thing that didn't make him feel empty was God and his religion. It filled his cup and he felt full and he wasn't left empty at the end of the day. So that's kind of what I've gathered from this entire situation that he is just on this journey through religion and he didn't go to conversion therapy. This is all on his own doing that he has read these books and found this new way of life that is anti-lust. I don't know. I just, I think this is super sensitive. I don't know. I want to say I feel bad because he was so open and it maybe is just that he went through something that is so hard or he, you know, never had a true love experience and that he was always with these people that maybe didn't want to commit to him or something and they always left him feeling really empty and, you know, wasn't fulfilling and they were just hookups and it didn't seem worth it at the end of the day and maybe he felt sad through that and that's a reason why he wanted to turn to religion because that was something that couldn't leave him. I don't know. That's just kind of what I may be thinking because from what he's saying, you know, that lust wasn't fulfilling and it left him feeling empty. I can relate to hooking up with a lot of people and them saying that they didn't want to be with me at the end of the day and I just felt really empty and sad that I had dedicated time to liking them and trying to get them to like me and then at the end of the day like we hook up and they're like nah like I'm not gonna date you that's really sad and I know that a lot of people cope with that type of heartbreak very differently and that loneliness and it's hard to be okay with being alone and loving yourself and finding love for yourself within you and I know a lot of people turn to religion because it's comforting. I don't know, you guys. I'm not trying to be offensive in any way. I hope you guys don't think I'm trying to be offensive. I'm just trying to kind of clear it up that he didn't actually go to conversion therapy. I know he's on this journey for himself. I do think that the beginning messages were very dangerous to spread towards the LGBTQ plus community and that, you know, insinuating that all the things that happened to him in terms of addiction and things like that were as a result of him liking men, that's super dangerous and that should not have been said. Here he is apologizing. I certainly want to know what you guys think about that entire situation. It's obviously it's like not over. The situation is still ongoing. I mean, Tyler Oakley just uploaded his video and I feel like a few other people are probably going to speak on it because Logan Anthony was such a big part of the LGBTQ plus community that this is quite shocking and scary and sad that he's kind of going back from being this major advocate to kind of saying it did a lot of bad in my life. But anyways, we're going to be doing the Q&A portion of this podcast. I want to let you guys know that I have a bigger episode that is going to be a full deep dive into my life. And this is going to just be some funny little questions that I pick out for you guys. But I will have a more in-depth full episode Q&A that is coming out very soon. So someone asked me, how do you take time to make videos and do work? And honestly, you guys, I have no idea. I think I'm like on my phone all the time and I'm on Twitter and Instagram. That's the two places that I get tea. If I stumble upon something, a random YouTube video that I'm watching, I'm like, oh my God, I struck gold. 
but most of the time I'm on Twitter and I'm on Instagram and I just refresh and either like TikTok room posts something that I'm like, oh my God, I see something in my DMs and I'm like, ooh, that's tea. Or I see someone's Instagram story or I see something going around on Twitter. I just kind of jot it down in my notes. If it's super urgent, I'll literally get on my phone, plug in my little microphone to my phone and start recording it immediately. I don't know what it is, but I love talking about this stuff with you guys. So anytime I hear something, I'm like, oh my gosh, because I've said this a million times that my friends don't really watch YouTube and they don't really keep up with all this stuff. So whenever I hear tea about something that we talk about I'm like I cannot wait to talk about this with them and I just get on my phone and I'm like oh my gosh guys you're not gonna believe this like that's genuinely me either talking about it for the first time or just just hearing about it for the first time and it's not like fakeness that's true enthusiasm that I'm like talking to you guys with or pure shock that I'm talking to you guys about a topic I think that's honestly how I make time for it because it's something that I do enjoy and something I'm super interested in talking about that it is kind of my life. I've always watched YouTube forever and ever. I've watched it for so long and when I'm not making videos on tea, I'm still watching YouTube videos. Maybe not on people that I'm talking about, but certainly I'm watching YouTube videos. So it's definitely... I don't know. There's always time for it. I will make time to talk about it with you guys because it's like you guys are my friends and I would make time to gossip and talk about tea with my friends. It's definitely hard to plan ahead for videos because tea happens like so quick and so fast and the trend of it or the conversation of it kind of dies very quickly. So I want to get it out before you guys are like, oh, I already heard about that. And I don't want you guys to be bored when I'm talking about something. So I was trying to get it up very fast. The only thing that I sort of try to plan out is the Sunday video. I like jot down little stories in my notes app throughout the week. And then on Saturday or sometimes Friday, I'll sit down and then record it and then have it ready for you guys on Sunday. And then I know that Sundays are kind of like my off days to be off my phone. And that's kind of just how I make time. Someone said, will you collab with other YouTubers on your podcast? And this is actually so fun. I actually had a meeting earlier today that this was a possibility for me to be able to have other YouTubers on my podcast or potentially work with other people on their podcast. So I don't know, you guys. It seems like it could be a possibility. I would love to know who you guys think I should have on the podcast. (laughs) Someone said, do any of your personal friends or family know about your channel? And yes, they do. This is something I kept to myself for such a long time. I created this channel in December of 2018 and I didn't actually tell people until maybe February or March. That's when I was like, oh my gosh, this is starting to kind of consume my life. And I'm so excited about it. And I told my boyfriend and I told my parents and that was it. I was like, you guys can't tell anyone, not a single soul. You better promise to me, seriously. Now, like my best, best, best friends know. And that's pretty much it. Other than that, I keep it really close to my chest because it's just, I don't know, it's I'm not a super sharing person. Like I came out with this podcast and my boyfriend went on my Twitter and was like, why didn't you share this with me? What? When did you start this? And I was like, 
yeah, that's a thing. And I don't know. I'm not one to be like, look at me, look what I did. So I think it's the inner cancer in me that's like very reserved and shy, I guess, very quiet, keeps to themselves that I don't know, private. But yeah, my family and my friends do know. Another person asked, is it hard keeping up with all the drama? And honestly, sometimes it is. Like, I really have to sit down and create a timeline of everything that happened and all the little details that I really need to hit for one specific story. But then sometimes it's sort of more like this one thing happened and I have a lot of things to say about it instead of it just being super factual. In the podcast, especially right now, with the topics that I'm doing, I want to be very, very accurate about the things that I'm saying. So I really have to pay attention to the details and make sure that everything is correct and that I'm you know, truly spending the time to keep up with the timeline of the drama and making sure that I'm reporting it accurately. But other than that, it's really not that hard. I just keep everything in my notes app and I screenshot and you can add photos into your notes app so I kind of have like a actual timeline in front of me when I'm recording that I can see everything and know what I need to read and know the important parts. Someone said what's your favorite thing about having a YouTube channel and honestly it is one the community being able to talk to you guys about tea and everything that I see on the internet, having a place that I can go to to be like, oh my gosh, did you guys see this? And just being able to be myself. I mean, I know you guys like don't know my name or like what I look like, but I still feel super open with you guys. Like we're all friends or something that I can share everything and anything. And then second, the community of friends that I've made on this platform just other drama channels that I've talked to, people that I've met through drama channels, everything like that. Everyone that I've personally come into contact with through my DMs, people that I've talked to have been so nice to me, except Jeffree Star, but every every creator has been super sweet and I've made a lot of friends and it's super nice to know that people have your back when something is kind of going wrong or someone is trying to say something about you that they'll step in and be like, yo, you don't even know her like that. She's actually really sweet and all this stuff and I'm just like wow this is amazing and the Twitter side of the tea community is amazing and it's it's something I didn't even know that I needed in my life and I'm so so grateful for everything that this channel has brought me and you guys and I don't know (laughs) I don't want to get mushy but seriously this has been such a blessing that that is something that shocked me the most out of making all this is the people that I would connect with. So that is all the questions that I'm going to answer for this week's video. I love you guys. If you guys have any questions for me, you guys can DM me on a Twitter. You can message me on Instagram. I'm going to have this question ask that I had on my Instagram story where I got all these questions from saved in my story highlights so you guys can continue asking questions on there. I loved doing this. I love this segment. Let me know what you guys thought about it and everything we talked about today. I love you guys so much and thank you for listening to No Bleeps. I will talk to you in the next episode. Bye guys. Bye guys.